Hello, and welcome to Books the Podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. And I'm Tom. We are booksmen. The booksmen, I would say. We are the booksmen. Are we going to go with that? That's what we, we, we discussed. Who books the week. booksmen? Yeah, and then who, who hopefully, did we decide hopefully who books your us? your corporation or university. Uh, I thought you were going to say, hopefully the NYPD into jail. Why would I want that? I want to go Rikers Island. No, Tim. I mean, it's never a good time to go to Rikers, but right now during a pandemic, it's especially a bad time. I'd much rather have a a well funded uh, corporation or university book us. To come have us talk about uh, books and how books are good in everybody's life. Tom, we never talked about this. We got booked for one university gig. <laughs> yes. It did not go well. No. It went, you know what? It went well on our end. It did not go well on the audience's end because there wasn't an audience there. Yeah, pretty much the program board of a major university, booked us to come. Mm. And then nobody else came to the show except for some members of the program board. There was apparently one listener and like a friend or two, you said, that you talked to for a minute? Maybe. I don't really... I, I, was, I, was, I was very much... It might have just been people being nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if they were actual listeners, then uh, that was great. But I, 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 I don't know. They were. I would have also, if I were them, I would have been embarrassed for us, and I would have left. But I think because they were paying us mm-hmm. a, a, a nice chunk of change, because that's that's how college shows work. I've yeah. worked, I've, I've played. I've played uh, with uh, with. Uh, our friend Jeff. Yes. He gets booked at college shows sometimes, mm-hmm. and I've played those with him once in a while. Mm-hmm. And the thing about college program boards is they're they're able to in a rock and roll band is yeah, when, when yeah. I played with him. And uh they have deep pockets so yes. they can attract cool talent and like so it's basically like, you know, like people who are interested in that can join the program board and like advocate for people that they like to come. I don't know. There didn't appear to be anybody on that program board. No, who it was, was familiar ex- with us. It at was all. so weird because, like the, uh, like the the company that reached out to us to do to like book us, we were like, hey, like you know what we are, right? Because a lot of times we get mistaken for specifically stuff you should know and other yeah. actual educational podcasts. So we, you know, we're not looking to defraud anyone. <laughs> so we're like, we like, how, I think we asked in a very nice way of like, Hey, how did our name come up? And it was like, Oh, there, the, the board has like uh, big fans of you uh, or whatever. And we're like, Oh, all right. And we just kind of figured, all right, there's probably one dude on the programming board that is a fan of our show and advocated for us. And everybody else on the board was like, all right, well, we don't know any other podcast that would come here for that amount of money. So uh, fine. Yeah, it was whatever. a lot of money to us. It wouldn't be a lot of money to, to like serial or yeah. whatever, like mainstream yeah. podcasts. Um, and. Yeah, they they brought us there, and like I kept expecting like somebody to come in and be like, "Oh my God, Tim and Tom, I'm like I'm the one who booked you guys. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Nothing, nobody who yeah. I, to this day the most confusing thing. Somebody yeah, thought cause... somebody thought we were somebody else, <laughs> and they never uh admitted to it i think and all of those people on the program board they were very nice oh extremely nice conversations were like so you guys have a podcast yeah (laughs) yeah you booked us did you i mean you didn't like look into it yeah and they were all like very smart people they were asking like very good because that was like Mm -hmm. part of it we had to do a Q and a afterwards and they were all all asking like smart questions about like how 
the business of podcasting works. Uh, but none of them were f- at all familiar with our podcast. Yeah. Once in a while, you dupe a college into giving <laughs> you money, and that's well, how the business works. Yeah, uh, still just such a strange thing. And I, just but remember- what I was going to say is, mm-hmm. because we were being paid well, because it was a college show, I, w- I was proud of us because mm-hmm. we just went out there and straight faced did the show that we do usually in like. Um, Massive auditoriums. Yeah, no, there's like hundreds of people there at least. Yeah, yeah. We did it for like 12 people people. in a... No, it's like 20 people. 20 people in probably, what, a 600-seat auditorium? (laughs) I don't know. It was pretty big. (laughs) Um, They gave us mics, and then we were just like, we don't need microphones. So there was a whole audio-visual guy there that didn't have to do anything because we could talk in a whisper and everybody would be able to hear us. But I was proud of us. It was we just, stuck to the script and yes. we did the show that that we put together and like pros, um, true pros. And then we went back to the weird hotel that we were staying at and we got a little drunk. And well, like it was a, a weird nice hotel meal. because it was a nice hotel. Yeah. And uh, it was definitely it was, the nicest hotel we've ever stayed in for uh like a live show i mean with the exception like we've lucked into at least one airbnb i can think of that was gorgeous uh but other than that like we normally don't stay in very nice places which airbnb the one with the backyard remember we were playing mario kart in the downstairs oh yeah that was was like split level like that place i loved it was around the corner from the venue it was great yeah uh, but aside from that, like this was by far the best uh, place we've ever stayed at. They gave us free knit hats and they had free nitro cold brew coffee that you could pour for yourself. Even if you're a glutton, they wouldn't even tell you to stop no matter how many you took. Yeah, it was a cool hotel. <laughs> it's a rock and roll hotel. Um, the anyway, Verb Hotel your... in Boston. Right across the street from Fenway Park. Yep. Um. If you're on your college's <laughs> program board, once this whole COVID thing is over, book Tim and Tom. We'll, we're pros. We did do a great job. We were real pro- like I remember we bo- did like a, we did like a 75 minute show. Yeah, and even like, though like the audience didn't want to be there and we didn't want to be there, but we fucking did it. Yep. Well, but I also remember having a pep talk beforehand where I was like, Tim, we're both going to walk out of here with X thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just going to be an hour. Like nobody's going to heckle us on stage. It's just yeah. going to be uncomfortable. That's all. It almost would have been better if we did get heckled. Oh, cause then we could engage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it but was, this is just like, you guys probably aren't into this. We're going to talk about Scientology <laughs> for 70 minutes and do, do a five minute, Q and A afterwards. Yeah, but it was like, look, we're gonna be on stage, uncomfortable for an hour. Just stick to the script. An hour and twenty minutes from now, we'll be at that nice Japanese restaurant attached to the hotel, getting drunk and having a fantastic dinner. Yeah, and then we nice. and then we had some of your uh, CBD. We went up for oh, yeah. we we went up to your room. We had separate rooms, but we went to your room for a nightcap of CBD, and we both slept great. Yeah, it's great. It was a rare show where we didn't get like unbelievably drunk beforehand, or during, or after. Fantastic. Hmm. We didn't get drunk during because, like, yeah, it was like on campus. I think I was like, yeah. "Can you give us alcohol?" And they were like, "No." Man, the rider that you wanted to send over for that dressing room, first of all. So glad we, we nixed that. Yeah. You stole you you just copied the Foo Fighters rider <laughs> that you found online. But the Foo Fighters play to arenas and I stadiums. Didn't, I didn't know what should be in a rider and I thought and if we is... I thought if we asked for too little, then they would be like, Why are we paying them so much money? They obviously <laughs> don't do shows like this a lot. They gave us a family sized bag of checks mix. <laughs> yep. And some soda for you. I think probably like a twelve pack of Coke Zero, which was you know, I think we were both happy <laughs> with that. Oh, we were both thrilled. Like I was actually very happy that they didn't 
fulfill our rider because I, that just would have made things very uncomfortable when we left hundreds of dollars worth of perfectly good food in there or walked mm-hmm. out with hundreds of dollars worth of food in our bag. It was fine. I still say we should have said, uh, you didn't fulfill our rider. We refuse to go on stage. Um, so thank you to Northeastern University. That's who uh, it was. I couldn't remember. Um, Tom, I started reading a new book. Uh, my sister, the serial killer, I hear it's called. Yes. Um, by Lincoln Braithwaite. Lincoln Bravery? Oyinkin, Oyinkan, How do you s- spell it? O y, okay. I n, k a n. Uh, well, I yes, I see her name. Uh, I see the 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 author when I looked it up. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. Oyinkin, Oying. Yeah. Oh, you can. And actually, I, I did. Ms. Th- okay. Braithway. Yeah, so this is uh, uh, a Nigerian book. Oh, uh, okay. She's based in Nigeria. It takes place in Nigeria. Is she um, not, Is the author Nigerian-American or Nigerian? Nigerian. Oh, okay. Yeah, Tom, get rid of your American-centric. <laughs> well, I didn't know. So I'm. Oh, it says she's Nigerian UK novelist and writer. She spent her childhood in both Nigeria and the UK. Right. Um, and it takes place in the biggest city in Nigeria. Lagos. What did you call it? Lagos. Is it Lagos? It's Lagos. It's Lagos. Lagos. Okay. Yeah. So, and and this is and and um, I thought it was Lagos as well. Mm-hmm. So I had to do quite a bit of, and this is why I'm kind of pissed off that I didn't um, get the pronun- the correct pronunciation of uh, the author's. It's first pronounced name, pronunciation. Be, um, but uh, there's quite a bit in the in the way of of names in this book that um, I had to go listen to bootleg snippets of the audio book. Um, to, um, to get the proper pronunciation. Okay. She's, uh, close to our age, a little younger. Don't you hate that? (laughs) I mean, I guess you've written books, so, so that's different. Yeah, but not like critically acclaimed books. Uh, I think I could, I think I could, uh, read write books better than you and her <laughs> did you say i think i could read books better than you and her at first <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. um so anyway tom uh this book mm-hmm. uh is pretty critically acclaimed i know this was uh this is billed as a beach read yeah you that was this week's or this month's uh theme for you beach reads exactly it's the end of the summer tom we're all headed to the beach when we're not surfing or scoping out uh you're scoping out babes with binoculars. Um you're you're reading a no, book and you Tim, want something compelling. I'm, I'm pretending to read a book, but it's got holes cut out so I can see through it. For your eyes. To check so out the babes, just, yeah. So you can uh objectify women, Tom? Not objectify, admire their beauty. What's wrong with that? I said I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this book, I think, fits the bill for a number of reasons. Okay. Number one, it's a dark comedy. I thought you were right? going to say, number one, I found it on a list of beach reads. Oh, interesting, Tom, what you were going to call it. Um, <laughs> that was, I was hoping you would skate over that. <laughs> you know me better than that, Tom. Uh... Yeah, I did find it on a list of beach reads. Um, also, it's a dark comedy, and and uh, beach reads tend to be lighter fare. Yes, um, it's uh, it's very fast moving. It's quick and it's kind of short. Well, I was gonna say um, that's what I beach reads. I always took to mean like uh, page turners. Yeah, exactly. 
And I'll tell you, Tom, I read the first Books third of this book. Books that suck you in. Yeah, I read the first third of this book in one sitting, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to stop. I was yeah. like, I, I, I want to, I want to, I want to keep this going, keep the party going, and regrettably had to stop. So, uh, so uh, you know, also there are some twists and turns in here, and I can't be talking about this pretending like I don't know what's coming. Yeah, that, well, that's what happened with me with Devil in a Blue Dress. Like there were a few times where I was like. Ah, I could I could start reading the next and it's like now it's a mystery I can't I'm already having a hard enough time keeping track of the plot as it is <laughs> I can't be pretending I know things that I don't know things that I do know Hey, hey yeah. Tim it's one of the the hazards of the job of being a bookman booksman a booksman is sometimes you have to stop reading the book I know. It it seems counterintuitive, but sometimes that's just how it goes. Sometimes the best way to read a book is to stop reading a book. Um, And and, uh, I would say the final reason why I think this is a good beach read, Mm -hmm. Tom, this is freaking Da Vinci Code-esque. It's a bunch of short chapters, one after another. Like a quibby. Like a quibby. Tom, guess what? This is like reading a series of quibbies. Wow. It's quibbies for the brain. Did you know that uh, one of the uh, first clusters of COVID-19 in New York City uh, was from a quibby production? <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. It's from the, Jesus the, the 60 minutes, the version of like 60 minutes that's a quibby show. Uh, the the production team there was one of the first outbreaks in New York City. So thanks, Quibi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Also, uh, Meg Whitman is the CEO of Quibi. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, she spoke at the Democratic National Convention. Oh, really? She's a Republican, she like, though, isn't she? Uh, yeah, and that's the thing. They're having yeah. a bunch of Republicans, but she's like, I know business. And, and it's like, don't <laughs> I'm have the, the CEO, CEO of Quibi, of Quibi <laughs> talking about uh, how how she knows business that you should vote for Biden. That's just going to undermine the whole thing. Um, Tom, <laughs> can you vamp for thirty seconds while I uh, go get uh, my uh, e-reader device? Sorry, I realized I left it in the other room. Sure, your your uh, your Kobo device. Uh, while Tim's there, while Tim's walking away, I, I'm going to tell you, I'm looking at the book right now. It is from 2018, so a mere less than two years ago, because it was November 20th. Uh, and boy, this book's got a lot of reviews on Amazon. 2,419 ratings, a 4.2 star average, which is pretty good for having that many ratings. I would agree. Uh, Marie Claire says, and that's a magazine, not a woman, says the wittiest and most fun murder party you've ever been invited to. I'm very tempted to make this just like a, uh, like a mystery book podcast, Tim. Mystery books are yeah. great kinds of books. Mysteries, huh? thrillers. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares about anything else going on? Tell me about a murder. Tell me about a dang murder. I don't generally like tell me about your murder. Tell me about your sister, the serial killer. What a great title, too. You see that in the store. My sister, the serial killer. Yeah, what's going on here? Yeah. Um, okay, Tom. Uh, so I'm going to bring you through chapter by chapter, quibby by quibby. <laughs> okay. I'm going to read you uh, the whole first chapter. Oh, there was a uh, 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 2012 TV movie, My Brother the Serial Killer, so I guess it's just a ripoff. Oh, cancel it. Shut it down. <laughs> You're going to read Thanks me the whole first chapter, Tim. All right. Yeah, it's called Words. Flaunting the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. Tim, And this is uh, the main character is called, her name is Corede. Corede, okay. <clears throat> and her sister's named Ayula. And this is in Lagos. Yes. Words, chapter one. Ayula summons me with these words. Kareda, I killed him. I had hoped I would never hear those words again. <laughs> Yikes. 
And that's the whole first chapter, Tom. That was great. There's a a chapter book. It's a chapter book, (laughs) but it's fun to read. (laughs) But each chapter is only a handful of words. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So anyway, uh, the next chapter. But that does a good job of setting it up where it's like, oh, okay. Well, I picked this up. My sister, the serial killer, and I was like, yeah, but that's probably euphemism. And then the first thing is, my sister told me she killed somebody again. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Karede uh, helps her sister, Ayula, in the next chapter, clean up. Uh, she's murdered her boyfriend. And Karede, like, knows all the ins and outs of, like, all right, here's what I do. I come in. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to bleach things. Karede is s- the, uh, the protagonist? Yes, and not the, the killer. Okay, right. Ayula, Ayola, A Y O O L A. But well, every time I hear somebody say, it's like Ayola. It's uh, if it's, only you had listened to the audio book, but you claim audio books aren't I did, I did, and I also listened to an interview with the with, with, with the author to uh-huh. get this. Um, just in case the audio book narrator got it wrong. <laughs> um, but I'm going to say Ayula, just because. Okay. And I apologize if, if if I'm mispronouncing anything. Um, Ayula doesn't do any work. She's just sitting on the toilet looking at Instagram. Um, oh, sounds like I can relate. Because they're in the bathroom. <laughs> She's not doing anything on the toilet. She like they're oh. in the bathroom. Well, and her I can't relate. Up the bathroom. Um, and uh, so they're like, okay, we got to dispose of this body and clean up. So wait, she's a serial killer, and she's like, well, I'm just gonna chill on Instagram while you clean it up, sis. Yeah, and wow. I think you'll learn a little bit more about Ayula. That yeah, you'll be like, sa- well, it sounds yeah. like they have an interesting relationship. Sure does. Worthy of a book. If you say so. Worthy of a story and a book, for Christ's sakes. Um, the next, the next chapter. Bam! Right away, the notebook. <laughs> um, this guy, uh, his name was Femi, F-E-M-I? Yeah. Femi? Mr. Femi? Yeah, I've heard, Femi? Not, not Mr. Feeney, but yeah, I've heard the name Femi, or Femi. Um, and, uh, you know, Karede has never met this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Ayula's been dating him for not that long. Turns That's the guy who got month. killed? Mm-hmm. Okay. And she's like, oh, what's this guy's name? Mm-hmm. And, like, it's kind of haunting because she's like, I've never, like, the first time I've ever laid eyes on this guy is his dead body that I'm helping dispose of. Do we know like, how so what he, was, do we know how he was killed yet? Yeah, you'll find out. Okay. Um, but, uh, Karede's like, what was his name? She's like, Femi. He's like, what was his last name? And she's like, uh, hmm. I didn't catch I that. I know <laughs> I know this. Like that. Uh-huh. Um, and she's writing stuff down in a book, but she mentions Karede does the narrator that uh, she she uh, she bought this notebook that she's writing stuff down in um, because she saw a TEDx talk mm-hmm. about writing down like happy things every day, but like she doesn't she doesn't do that. But right away, I'm like, this is a cool and modern book because <laughs> they mentioned TEDx talks. Yeah, yeah, not even just TED talks. TED talks. Actually, I do feel like if. Ted X makes like makes it more of a real reference. Yeah, there's a lot more Ted X talks than there are Ted. Yeah, talks. exactly. Um, the next chapter, the poem, the poem. We could probably we do out. a Ted X talk. We should look into that. Yeah, How much do you think we get paid for University. that? <laughs> yeah, I know, he's got to dupe the right people. There- the the worst thing about that 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 college gig was. We never, we legitimately never found out how we got booked there. No, because like we definitely would have liked to replicate that. Yes. It, it yeah, it haunts me that it must have just been somebody made a mistake and nobody wanted to admit to it. Yeah, that's fine. We benefited. Um, so uh, we find out that uh. Ayula stabbed him on their one month anniversary. Well, oh, that's not very uh, romantic. This is this is a uh this is a line uh like he was yelling at her and she said she felt threatened and stabbed him. Mm-hmm. 
in the heart, which instantly killed him, but then she stabbed him a couple other times. Just to make sure. And Corrida's like, I don't know why you did that. Um, well, probably this because is a line, her sister is a serial killer. This is this is the line that uh, that you would like. Okay. Um, the worldview of Corrida, you... Uh, she didn't mean to kill him. She wanted to warn him off, but he wasn't scared of her weapon. He was over six feet tall, and she must have looked like a doll to him. Tom, you're over six feet tall. Do normal people look like dolls to you? You know what, Tim? Often when I look at you, I... Sometimes when you come over, I think it's uh, that like a uh, like Chucky from Child's Play is at Ooh, my door. Cool, yeah, but that's because I say, uh, uh, "Open up, motherfucker!" <laughs> right. Which honestly, like my neighbors have complained. I don't like you cursing in the hall because you scream it, and everybody can open hear up, it. motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's I, yeah. it's unnecessary because by I've already buzzed you in. You just have to give a little light knock, and I'll open up the door. Yeah. So, uh, Karede, we learn in this next chapter called Body. Um, she's she's very um, fastidious. Is probably too negative a term. It's pronounced fastidious. What did I say? Fastidious. Fastidious. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and it's what, pronounced Karede. What's a what's a Kareda kind of Kareda? Um, what what's a less pejorative, fast, fastidious? Uh, detail oriented. Yeah, she. I mean, she's she's very thorough and she's deliberate. Okay, yeah. Um, and she describes disposing of the body, and uh, so. Number one, every time they have to get the supplies. This guy Femi had uh, had a lot of he he was he was uh, probably a lot like Correde. Like he had a lot of uh, cleaning supplies in his house, so that was they didn't have to run out and get it. The first thing you do is you clean up all the blood. That's why I don't keep a lot of cleaning supplies in my house, Tim. Somebody kills so, me in here, I want it to be a real pain in the ass for him. Maybe make him think twice. Um, the next thing you do is you turn him into a mummy, and, <laughs> no. and it's you use a lot of sheets. But she's very smart. She's just like, how many sets of sheets does this guy have? Mm-hmm. Because this guy, she knows this guy is going to be reported missing, right? Right. And if there are All no the sheets, sheets in his house. They're going to know someone wrapped him up in these sheets and took yeah. him out. Yeah, they're going to be so, like, well, somebody made this guy into a mummy. Yeah, and so he has a bun- He has like five sets of sheets, so they leave one or two sets there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Tom, how many sets of sheets do you have? Five? No. And I don't know how, how, how things go in Lagos, but, like, come on. Yeah. New York City bachelor I've, living I've, in like that. I have... Uh, at least two sets of sheets that like I switch, but yeah, no more than that. Probably. Maybe I do. Yeah. Maybe if I really dig, I've got another set somewhere, but yeah. there's a reason why I don't use those. What? They're stained. With what? Diarrhea. Um, the next thing is move the body. Um, his apartment, I think, was on the fifth floor, so they had to get it down in the elevator. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was the middle of the night, but uh, or late at night. But they had to take it down in the elevator and then bring the car around and put it in the trunk of the car. Um, and so uh, they had a cover story that was really shitty. Um, <laughs> that they'd be like, oh, no. Like, one of the cover stories is like, this isn't a body. There's a mummy a- we bought from Spencer's Gifts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and when they're in the elevator, as they're getting in. <laughs> Do they have Spencer's um, Gifts in Lagos? Probably. Yeah. They um, are worldwide. They put they put the body in the corner. And then... Uh, as the door was closing, a woman with a baby was like, oh, hold the elevator. Oh, no. And Ayula went to press the door open but oh, button, and Karate slapped her hand away. What but a bad was, serial I think it was killer. Just reflex. She is a bad serial killer. Yeah. If it weren't for Karate, she'd be fucked. 
Um, so they do that. They put them in the in the uh, trunk of the car. They call it the boot because that's yeah. what other. Um, and they drive it to a bridge. There's like three bridges out of, out of town. Mm-hmm. They drive to the third bridge. Um, and they throw it where they threw the other guys. And they said, like, at least he'll have company. <laughs> Do we know um, how many other guys it was yet? The, yeah. Uh, uh, well, we don't know yet, but we find out soon. Okay. Um, and then after that, it's bleach. And they go back and they just bleach everything at the apartment. Mm-hmm. But You think when the police walk into, a, walk into a... Play uh, a missing person's apartment and the whole place smells like bleach that they get a little suspicious. I think Karidi's, uh detail-oriented enough, thorough enough to make sure that she yeah. airs it out. And, Put on and some fans. Yeah, exactly. Get an Not air wick like in us. there. Um, and then in, in the boot of the car... Mm-hmm. Um, it did leave a blood stain that uh, Ayula's like, I'll clean that up. And Kredit's like, mm. you suck at cleaning. Yeah. Uh, um, the next uh, the next chapter is called Scrubs. And you're like, great. Zach yeah, Graff. I love that show. This is where he enters. And uh, da- Daniel Faison, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know his, but Faison, yeah. They've got a podcast now. Yeah. As beloved as ours. Uh, I mean, way more beloved. Donald Faison. Donald. Yeah. Uh, like a duck. Hey, how come nobody said about the president? This guy's got the, the name of a duck. <laughs> I know. You should send that to Joe Biden's <laughs> campaign. For Christ's sakes. I can send it to Andy Borowitz. <laughs> Tim, you could be the new Andy Borowitz if you just save that for yourself. No, because I can't come up with them on a daily basis. Um, so uh, Scrubs, none of these people are in are in it. It's Karede still. She's a nurse at the hospital. And I think they say hospital, but I think it might be like some kind of doctor's office. I didn't realize that Donald Faison was in the film Clueless and the TV series Clueless. Yeah, I think he's the only one. Yeah, that's crazy. Or so Stacey Dash, was she in the movie? She was in the movie, was she in the she TV show? She was also in the TV show, but was she playing the same character? That's the question. Stacey Dash, Tim, is going through... Uh, oh, she did. Uh, she's going through uh, her fourth divorce, so a little she compassion. She seems like please. a real cool lady. Well, the husband that's divorcing her claims that he was tricked into uh, marrying her through hypnotic prayer, that he was hypnotized into marrying her. Right. Cool. (laughs) Um, So, uh, Karede is a nurse at the hospital, and it's it's pretty good because like she is is very um, thorough and uh, detail oriented. So she's right. like the best nurse there. There's other nurses that work there that kind of suck. There's this one uh, nurse Yinka uh, who's always like sleeping and and trying to get away with shit. Yeah, but at least um, she's not covering up her sister's murders. Oh, that's just being a good. I mean, we don't know what Yinka's deal is. That's true. Yinka, she might also be covering up her sister's murders. All right, Tom. There's a doctor there. He's dashing. Yeah, of course. It's a hospital. He's wonderful. His, his. All right. Is his name Donald Faison? No. All right. Ready? There's a singer, Tom. Mm-hmm. Her name is spelled S A D E. How do you How do you say that? Sade. Yeah, and why is it Sade? I, I, I would understand if it was Sade. Right. But it's not a Sade. So this guy, T-A-D-E. I'll tell you why it's pronounced Sade, because she's a smooth operator. It's true. T-A-D-E. How do you pronounce that? T-A-D-E? Uh, well, going by Sade rules, he would be Thade. Right? Thade. No, it's Tade. Oh. Um, and Tade, this guy is, Tom, he is a perfect specimen, and Karede is... How tall is he? 
fucking in love with him. Uh, knowing that Karede uh, puts a premium on height, I imagine that he's pretty tall. Seven, eight feet tall. <laughs> yeah, he's a monster. Um, and uh, they they have a good rapport, right? They, they, okay. He's great at his job. She's great at her job. But they have a good a good professional rapport or a flirtatious rapport. It's I would say I wouldn't I would say flirtatious professionally is, flirtatious. Yeah, flirtatious is is pushing it, but it's like it's beyond. They like each other. Maybe not romantically. Right. She, she certainly they likes him romantically. Yeah, he likes her personally. Okay. Um. All right, next chapter, The Patient. There's this guy in a coma in the hospital. <laughs> uh-huh. His name is Mutar. Matar? Uh-huh. Um, he was in a car accident. He's not, like, super old. His wife is garbage. Like, she was just like, uh, is it really expensive to keep him on life support? Oh, no. You know, like, uh, yeah. his whole family, like, nobody comes to visit him anymore. He's been there for a while. His beard's growing and stuff. Mm-hmm. In Karede... This, this is where this book is like, come on, fuck you, man. Um, <laughs> Karede sits there and like confides in this guy. Yeah. So he she tells him how he has she has a crush on Tade. Uh-huh. Um, and how he she's in love with him, and later on, like confides about the the, the murders. The, just, yeah, exactly. Okay. Um. But that's only hinted at here. But, it's but like, you never know if the guy's got lock-in and he's hearing everything. Yeah, exactly. You got a coma victim that you're that you're confessing all your sins to in this book. That's the one thing. That's the one thing I'm lukewarm on. But also, yeah. I think that's what makes it a cool beach read. <laughs> right. Well, you need something to to give a little danger to like. Yeah, you know, that she might like, get found you know, out. Or like when you're watching a horror movie and you're like, no, don't go in the fucking basement. Why are you going in the basement? Stop yeah. going in the basement. This is don't stupid. Don't tell the Nobody... coma victim about this. He might. Nobody would ever go in the basement. They wouldn't be that stupid. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Nobody would ever tell the coma victim about this. Well, yeah, you do. And then, and but then you fun. also think like, well, I wouldn't watch a horror movie where somebody just runs out of the house and down the street. <laughs> yeah. If everybody's acting all, all uh, reasonable all the time. Yeah. What's going to happen? Um, the next... Uh, Ooh, the next chapter. Mm-hmm. Heat. Mm, like the movie. Al Pacino, Robert Hoo-ah! De Niro, for the first time uh, sharing a scene. Do you know I've never seen Heat? Me neither. Yeah, I, seen I think I'd love movies. it. I'd probably love the it. the Godfather movies. Yeah, but yeah. I think Heat's like more watchable than The Godfather. Yeah, I think so, too. We should watch, watch Heat. Heat. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Karede and Ayula live, we, we find out in heat that they live, uh, together in their mom with a, in a big fancy house. Okay. But it's not like um, an apartment. Are they like no, in the city or outside the city a little bit? I think they're outside the city. Linux. Okay. Um, they, they have Tom, a house girl. Oh, who's like doing a lot of the work there. Okay. And so like, I think, so like I don't a, know. I meant maid. to do some more research into this. Like, uh-huh. what is a that house girl is anybody who's not poor. Um, anybody who's not living in poverty has kind of a, a house girl or not, or right. they like super rich, but we find out that they're moneyed later. So don't, don't bother Tom, Tom, look at me. Well, I searched house girl and all these nude photos showed up. Yeah, I know. Tom, Tom, <laughs> yeah, there's um, no reason that your computer should even be on. Just turn off the monitor. <laughs> I'm recording the the show. I know, I know, but you, you close close the nude. I'm, lo- I'm just looking at the waveforms now, admiring them. Um, the next chapter is called Instagram. Again, this is how we know this this is cool and modern story. <laughs> yeah. Ayula, uh, she's always almost posting shit to Instagram, even almost though almost like, posting it. Yeah, and uh, and uh, freaking uh, Karede has to stop her and be like, oh, hey, yeah. asshole, your <laughs> boyfriend is missing. Yeah. You can't be posting happy things to Instagram. You don't know where your boyfriend is, right? You're right, worried yeah. about your boyfriend. Um, and then their mom comes in uh, and she's And now like, it's, uh, Im- it's implied that the other 
dudes uh, Ayudas killed are boyfriends, like past boyfriends, or no? Yeah, we don't hear that much about them. Okay. Yet. We just we just know like ah, it's happened again. Yeah. I'm fucking sick of this. But so then presumably it's probably like other people she's been romantically involved with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I think they might have even explicitly explained that. Yeah. Um I know I at least read it on like the book jacket. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so um their mom is trying to get them to go to a wedding that they've all been invited to. Mm-hmm. Um, so that Ayula can can find a man to marry. No, and that's like, like <laughs> I'm single too, and like, and I don't uh, murder and she's my the boyfriend. Older sister, but yeah. like, we find out later, and and this is the thing: Ayula is a knockout. Okay, Tom, that makes Karate it e- that makes not. it easy to uh, lure men into murder them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. The next chapter is called Traffic. Karede uh, gets stopped. She's driving along, and she's in a lot of traffic. Mm-hmm. And a cop walks up. And this sounds horrifying. Lagos sounds terrifying because she opens the window just enough that he won't be offended, I think is what she said. Okay. But not enough that he can reach in and unlock the door. Yeah. All right. And the whole thing is... What is this, America? <laughs> the whole thing is like he keeps trying to unlock the door or get her to open the door and eventually she's like what did i do he's like you're not wearing your seatbelt," mm-hmm. and so like she offers him money and he's like how offensive i'm coming like open yeah. up this door and then eventually she offers him enough money that he's um, like oh okay yeah that's what i wanted yeah exactly <laughs> but what she's She's terrified because obviously it seems like the, the police are extremely corrupt there. Yeah. But also, you know, he can make her life a lot more difficult. And she's worried about this blood stain in the oh, boot of her right. freaking car. Um, and she's like, this like, guy, this guy's just illustrate- looking to make her life like a pain in the ass to get a bribe. And she's either like, that or worse. Right. You know, he's like, I'll either get a bribe or you know, have my way with this. Right. With this woman. Okay. Um, and I think like it's, 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 it's effective in being like, Hey, it's hard enough being a woman in this situation where like, you're going to be, yeah. you're, you can be easily taken advantage of by men in power. And then this <sighs> added layer of paranoia of, <laughs> I help dispose of this body. So like yeah. she's uh, like, it's, it's a, it's, it's a, Tom, it's a type of stress that we don't know. Neither of us are women, neither of us are in Lagos, and neither of us have ever disposed of a dead body, right? Yeah, sure. Um, the next one's called Reception, the next chapter. Um, Inception? I love that Reception, movie. yeah, I wish. Now, this was, I didn't under, uh, this, I didn't follow that much. <laughs> Uh, just a rude guy came into the hospital and he was a dick to everybody. I think it was meant to like build the characters of the other nurses, but okay. I'm not going to get into that. Um, the next chapter is called Dancing. Karede uh, g- goes home and she finds Ayula dancing to, Ooh, I want to dance with somebody. somebody. I want to feel the heat, with, heat somebody. with somebody. With some. Body who loves me. Uh, so wait, Ayuda and Karede have their own apartments, or they all live with at home. They live in a big house with, okay. with their mom. So, their oh, rooms. it was the boy. Yeah, uh, I forgot. It was the boyfriend's apartment that yeah. they were cleaning up. Never mind. Um, and uh, she's like. Man, it would make more sense if she was blasting music like Lord, that was uh, <laughs> melancholy. But this just doesn't fit. She, does, you know, hasn't um, she ever seen American Psycho? That's not what serial killers listen to. They listen to upbeat yeah. stuff. Yeah, um, like Huey Lewis. Like, <laughs> is like, hey, um, that knife that you used. <laughs> Can I have your knife? Can can we just like get the knife out of it? And 
Aegilus like, nah, nah, we, we, I won't be giving you that knife. Nah, it's my favorite um, knife. That's, the next, uh, that's my stabbing knife. <laughs> the next uh, chapter is called Father. Mm-hmm. And uh, look, this is when we start to get the sense these gals got some daddy issues. Some things happened. Okay. Um, it was their father's knife that Ayula I- uh, took, and right after he died, like she claims she inherited it, but the guy mm. died, and like she immediately, and it was his prized possession. It's a nine-inch-long curved blade with like uh, an ivory uh, or something handle. Handle, yeah. So. <coughs> He would always bring it out to impress people, too. And he was kind of like the Joker in The Dark Knight, (laughs) Uh where he would always have a different origin story of how he got the knife. Do you want to know how I got this knife? Exactly. Um, I think that's... I got to watch the... I got to rewatch The Dark Knight, Tom. Should I do that? Yeah, man. How else are you going to know where the Joker came from? By watching the movie Joker? Do you know that uh, our friends Jeff Rosenstock and Chris Farron have a Batman podcast now? Why am I not on that podcast? I don't know. I'm on it every week. I have a, I have a, <laughs> Unbelievable. I have a segment called Tim Time, but I had to watch these movies. Um, I watched Batman 66 a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Um, and, I talk, and I told I was telling Some, them, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Exactly. Oh my god, that scene goes on for like <laughs> yeah. eight full minutes. It's just like, come on, man. Use the same joke over and over again. You run into those nuns three different times. Um, I recently bought uh, the first, uh, I mean, technically not the first, but the, the Michael Keaton Batman movie on itunes because uh they have like a new 4k version and i keep meaning to watch it because i bet it looks unbelievable well and you're gonna do it yeah i might do it cool i thought i thought you were gonna like this was gonna turn into a tale of woe or something no 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 a tale of highs um all right uh the next chapter is called knife and uh with a question mark know, no just oh, knife. that's the way you said it no punctuation yeah sorry i was editorializing there <laughs> um and uh it's Iula. i think it's still the same scene i think that that interlude was just to show you where like essentially in the in the one chapter she's like maybe you should give me that knife and she's yeah. like no nah, i'm not gonna do that and then the next chapter explained the backstory of that knife. And then I think they're back right in the same situation. Okay. And Ayula could see Karede, like looking around like, where in this room <laughs> is she hiding this knife? And uh, Ayula's like, look, I'm not going to give you the knife. I, I know you're looking for it. Right. Get out of here. But as um, I've explained next- already, that's my stabbing knife. <laughs> yes. For serial killing. Um, the next, uh, chapter is called Ifo. It's E with an, uh, with an accent on it. Okay. F O with an accent on it. It's a dish. It's a dish they make. Okay. Um, and essentially Karede comes home and she's like, I'm going to make dinner. And their mother is like, oh, make sure Ayula comes and helps you make dinner. Um, because she needs to learn cause she's going to have to get married one day. Hmm. And Ayula doesn't care. She's just on her fucking phone the whole time. <laughs> um, but the thing is, Ayula, uh, Karede goes in there, and the house girl has cut up all the, the ingredients for her. So she's not really making dinner either. So like for her to be like, oh, I had to come home and make dinner, and Ayula never makes dinner. It's like, yeah, you have a freaking servant that actually made the dinner and then you put it all in a pot right boil it up and you're like i made dinner yeah but yeah you didn't do the monotonous part yeah and they use palm oil which i also think is bad right it's problematic oh i don't know hey if palm oil is problematic leave it in the comments and explain (laughs) to us why um and then uh is is trying to post snapchats of everything and again, Karate is like, stop it. You can't be <laughs> posting 
Oh, yeah, stuff yeah. to palm, social media. Palm oil, like uh, a lot of deforestation. Yeah. That's what's bad about it, I think. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, the next the next chapter is called Number Three. Number Three? Number it's Three. diarrhea, right? Poop and pee mixed together? Yeah, Number Three is diarrhea. Um, Karede uh, goes to the coma guy, and she's just like, I Googled it. My sister's officially a serial killer. I Googled it. Diarrhea is number three. <laughs> uh, my sister's officially a serial killer. It's it's once you murder three people, you're a serial killer. Yeah, no Shut shit. Up. You don't need to Google that. Don't Google that. <laughs> exactly. And also then don't tell somebody who's not dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Tade comes along and he's like, Hey, don't get emotionally involved with the patients. Like, this guy's probably going to die. Yeah. Um, and this, then he's just like... This she's Todd like, yes, A sounds or? like a smooth operator. <laughs> um, and then he's like, oh, I hear you're going to be made head nurse. Mm. And she's like, ah. And he's like, well, we'll get some champagne and we'll celebrate when you become head nurse. And Karate is like, oh. <laughs> um, the next... Uh, chapters song and this is just showing that Tade is a good guy he's like mm-hmm. uh, he brings a kid into his office to give them a shot and he's really good with the kid and he sings them a song and, and he gives the them kid down. a shot of alcohol he gives the kid a, no he's a doctor you oh <laughs> oh like a uh, with a needle yeah, okay. Never mind. Yeah, like doctors do, but like the kid's real nervous and he and he sings a song to calm him down. It's nice. I thought you um, were trying to say like they show the doctor it's a good guy by giving the kid a free shot of whiskey or whatever. Um the next scene is called Red. Karede uh brings Tade lunch. Mm. And like she brings it into his office, and it's like, yeah, she like, oh, never, I made never, all this. You, you never take a lunch break. I thought I'd, I'd I'd bring you this, and he's like, oh, great, yeah, hey, thanks. And he like eats it, and he's like, yum. I'm not gonna eat this now, but I'll finish it <laughs> later. Um, but in like a very polite, right, uh, charming way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, she leaves his office, and she's like, all right, I think I made some some headway with Tade. Mm-hmm. And then in the reception area. Who walks in? But Ayula. Oh, you got it. And everybody's Don't show like, up at my work. Blah, 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 yeah. Um, and this is when uh, Ooh, foxy Karede lady describes her as looking like a brat doll. <laughs> well, that's not very attractive, too. No, and a it... brat doll is fucking hot. <laughs> oh, come on. Their heads are too big. Yeah. Anyway, Tade comes out of his office and he meets her and he's like, oh, you never told me you had a sister. Hmm. And they like flirt a little bit. Ah, which I'm sure drives her wild. Yeah. Um, Or not wild, but makes her mad. Yeah. The next chapter is called School and it's a flashback. And it's essentially Karede being like, look, here's when I found out that my sister's hot and that I'm not attractive. (laughs) Like, I had a real tough time in school, um, and I didn't realize it was because I was not attractive. And so, like, she's the older sister, and, like, you know, people were mean to her and stuff. Um, And then she's like, and then uh, Ayula was going to come to school, and I was like, well, I'm going to have to help her through uh, the traumatic thing that is school. And then Ayula, like, immediately gets asked out on a oh, date yeah. by the senior and she's popular and she's wonderful and that's when Karede learned like oh I see what's going on here um, <laughs> my life stinks uh, Tim I just sent you a picture of a, a, a thumbnail from YouTube of a woman who turned herself into a brat doll uh, and I mean it's not necessarily attractive looking in in my opinion, very done up, a lot of makeup is is what I would think of. She took she did the worst parts of the brat style. <laughs> You're a real sicko. No, like uh, 
she like she was true to the weirdest parts. All right, what were the not weird parts? What were the attractive parts of a Brad style, Tim? I don't think a Brad style was actually attractive. <laughs> All right, but like, yeah, it's it's never a good idea to make yourself up to look like a cartoon character. Yeah, like any kind of a doll. I think I think if if you say anybody looks like any type of doll, in my mind, that means they're just wearing like a lot of makeup. Yeah, and look, we're all gonna give an old-fashioned wolf whistle at <laughs> Jessica Rabbit when we of see her course. on the screen. But if you saw Jessica Rabbit in real life, you'd be horrified. Oh, I would be like, oh, my reality's falling apart. Finally, <laughs> uh, the cartoon characters have invaded. Uh, our three-dimensional space, and that can't be a good sign. Yeah. Okay, What's, I'm going to... Next thing you know, fourth-dimensional beings are going to come into our space, and then we're all in trouble. Oh, agreed. Um, Tom, I'm going to just blow through the, the rest <laughs> of these here. The next one's called Stain. Um, essentially, uh, she goes home and argues with Ayula, and she's like, well, you just came into work to, to, to flirt with this guy, Tade. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Karede drops her soup because she gets so upset and the house girl has to come and clean it up. Um, the next one is called Home, and she describes their house, and it's a little bit of the backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, it's big, but the family seems unhappy. There's a here. Here's how you know. There's a picture, there's a painting of the house in the house. <laughs> And she's like, the the painting of the house always looks so perfect, more perfect than the actual house Ooh, was. So I it's see. all just kind of like, you For know, show. It, exactly. Um, their dad was a shady businessman and a real jerk. Um, and like you can tell, like she she kind of fucking hates her family and her past. Um, the next one is called Break. Um, Tade, essentially, it boils down to Tade asks uh, I, uh, for Ayula's number from Karede. She's like, oh, I met your sister. And, uh, you have her number? And Karede's like, yeah, I had to check with you to make sure that she wants to give it to you. Um, which, Anyway, the next one is called uh, Flaw. And essentially, they're, they're, uh, they're in the uh, Karede's at work. And then she goes down the hall and sees that Ayula had come back to the office and just went straight to Tade's office. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tade's like, hey, I don't need her number anymore. <laughs> um, and Ayula's like, hey, yeah, um, well, there's a total hog going down my street, Tom. Can you hear that? A motorcycle or a pig? Yeah. It's a no. motorcycle. That was a cool I didn't guy. hear it, but I'm not hearing from your mic's input, so. Yeah. Um, the listener may have heard. So Ayula's like, oh, I came here to get lunch with you, Karede. And Karede's like, yeah, I heard lunch. And Tade's like, I, came I here haven't to, taken I, lunch yet. I came here to get lunch with you, but instead I got myself a snack. Exactly. Um, and it seems like they schemed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the next one's called Flapper. Um, and Karede goes into Ayula's room and tells her to stop going to her office and like kind of stay away from Tade and Ayula says, well, we don't always get what we want. Like the Rolling Stones song. She's a big Stones fan. Oh, you she, hadn't mentioned that before. No, she's like, yeah, I saw him on the Steel Wheels tour <laughs> back in 81. <laughs> I mean, the math doesn't seem to check out for that, but. Um, and then finally, the last uh, chapter I read was called Mascara. Karede, uh, she like puts on makeup. She never wears makeup. Okay. And uh, she she uh, looks up a YouTube t- tutorial because this is a modern book, Tom. <laughs> right. Look in your freaking stupid Tim, Agatha you not... Christie books. <laughs> did it? Did it? Did it? Did YouTube ever come up? No, but if no, you not read a modern book where they mention modern things? No, I'm just I'm reminding you that this isn't fucking lame. Like, and then there were <laughs> all none. right. Well, consider me convinced that this book isn't lame because they mention modern things. So Karate gets to work and she's got the makeup on and everybody at work is just kind of confused. Like, uh, hey, no. what'd you, why'd you do this? And Tade uh, comes in and he's like, hey, 
I don't know. I think I liked you better without makeup. Like, uh, your skin is so nice. Like, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then she plays it real cool. She goes right into the bathroom and starts washing the makeup off. <laughs> well, come on. Yeah, you got to give... Uh... And then uh, Yinka, the, that stupid, shitty other nurse, the uh-huh. lazy nurse, comes in and, like, catches her washing it off. And she's like, oh, it's a... Uh... You're washing it off because the guy you have a crush on, Todd A, tells you he doesn't like it. I see what's going on. And Karate's like, I don't have a crush on Todd A. And like, uh, Yinka's like, chill. I'm kidding. It's obvious he's meant to be with Ayula. Relax. It's a joke. The Steel Wheels yeah. tour was in 1989 through 1990, by the way. Yeah. Sorry, Tom. I'm not, well, I'm not it sounds a... like she isn't as big of a, a Stones fan as she claims to be. Um, but, uh, Yinka says to, 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 to Karate, like, yeah, no, I know, I know you don't have a crush on him. He's, he's obviously meant to be with your sister, Ayula. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Karate's like, yeah. And then she leaves and then she washes the makeup off as she's crying. Wow. This, this book is cool, Tom. I like it. Yeah, I can't, I mean, I'm imagining that, uh, Tade's gonna wind up a potential victim here and i i think that's that's yeah that that's where probably the, smart the the line is going to be drawn yeah but tom this is tom this book is cool as hell uh it sounds uh interesting do they paint uh like a good uh, an interesting picture of what uh lagos is like not really. Just that the <laughs> cops are scary. Yeah, all right. Well, that's a, <laughs> it. Doesn't sound necessarily. And that the house is big, and they have a servant, but um, everybody inside who lives in it is sad. Yeah. Well, I was searching for House Girl Nigeria, and it looked like there's a uh, uh, few movies about uh, Nigerian house girls. Hmm. But it looks like yeah, that it's like you know. Like a, Where are those um, movies hosted? Oh, they're all on YouTube. Sleeping with my housemaid. Mm. Uh, but it seems like they're all. Yeah, it seems like it's basically like a maid, you know, a housekeeper. Yeah. No, I uh, I gathered that from the. Well, I wasn't from sure the text, did, but yeah. Uh, do you have any predictions about where the book's going? Tom, I think uh, I think we're on the same page, and I think we're we're meant to be on the same page here. I think uh, fearful the, for Tade's life, exactly. And uh, Karede, you know, it's going to walk the line of you know she's always been um, very complicit, loyal to her sister. Yeah, yeah, to the point of complicity. Um, I would say past to the, line? to the point of uh, being a uh, accomplice. Yeah, that's what complicity is. Well, all right. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. They're <laughs> both from the same word, but um, but yeah, and I think uh, you know, it's it's doubly tough for her because everybody's just gonna be like, ah, you're just being jealous. It's obviously oh, yeah. you have a thing for him. And she's like, Seems like no. a real nightmare scenario. And then she's probably like, no, I just don't want her to keep him from me. Yes, you're right. <laughs> Tom, you're an older sibling. Have you ever helped your brother, your younger brother, dispose of a dead body? No. In fact, I've never, I've never helped my brother really cover for anything. If anything, I've been the You've one. You've never really helped your brother with, with anything. I watched his daughter two weekends ago. I babysat his daughter. That's cute. It was very cute. It was, it was actually a lot of fun. But boy, it is exhausting. She's like almost two years old now. So much energy. It's insane. Kids are so fucking tough to, to babysit, man. Yeah. I got her a uh, a book about unicorns. She's real into unicorns right now, and it's very cute mm-hmm. because uh, she doesn't know how to say unicorns, so she just calls unicorns corns, right. <laughs> including the, the stuffed unicorn she has is named Corn. Uh, that tracks. Yeah. So, uh, and then I put on. Um, 
when when it, when it was time for me to eat, but she had already eaten, and I was like, "Oh shit, I I gotta eat. How am I gonna keep her occupied?" I put on HBO Max an episode of uh, Elmo's Late Night Show where his guest was Batman, and we were both entertained. <laughs> Man, both of each of your favorite characters. Yeah, it was like, babe, something for both of us. How about this? Mm. Kids, I mean, I don't know about all kids, but this kid, holy cow, loves Muppets. Man. Just entranced yeah, my, my by niece Muppets. My nephew can't get enough of Elmo. Yeah. And, and that's Zoe, what, there's one called Zoe. I don't know Zoe. I know Abby Cadabby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, and I thought this, I'm like, ah, there's like a little more, it's not adult, but I was like, ah, oh, it's like Elmo's not uh, doing anything. He's sitting behind a desk wearing a suit. But even still, she was like, nope, I'm into it. I like watching yeah. that guy work. I'd, wa- I'd watch him read a phone book. That's what she said. <laughs> hey, she's got a good taste. <laughs> Elmo's a great actor. <laughs> he really is. All right. Um, well, hey, thanks, everybody, for being... Is this our longest books episode ever? It, it was a pretty long one. I didn't realize that, uh, I don't know, that he had so many chapters. Because yeah, you said they were chapters. quick, but yeah, I guess I should have realized that. All right. My bad. Yeah, that was your bad. Anyway, I think we had a lot of fun today, Tom. Sure did. I think this is well worth the price of admission. <laughs> Absolutely. Double. If I hey, if I were a patron, I'd double my I'd upgrade, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys. Uh thank you very much for listening. And uh we will see you next week for part two. Tom, are you excited to watch Back to the Beach on September eleventh? <laughs> I mean, that's normally how I spend my September 11th every year, but uh, this year it will mean a a little bit more. Great. Um, Yeah, sound off in the comments below. I know a lot of people are reading along, Mm -hmm. and I know we don't often get into, like, symbolism and themes and stuff. So, uh, hey, sound off on all the smart stuff beyond the plot that I just explained to Tom. And we'll um, repeat it like it's our own. Yeah, and then if we remember, we'll say your name. But we won't remember. And we'll just say it's our thoughts. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. Bye.